He said, nope, that's not what we want. Tell him to send it to his kids. We don't need it. Send it to the children. When you have released people, man, you're not in, your heart is free. I don't know about you. I would rather have a free heart. I would rather have the joy of the Lord as my strength. I would rather, amen, that God be glorified in my life than to sit around here and be holding stuff against people. Amen. Because I understand, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I would rather, amen, to be able to lift up holy hands. I would rather be able to give, exclaim the joy of the Lord. And when I say that my heart is free. My heart is free. You don't have to be afraid. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the nomination of faith, church of the living God. 1279 Pickett Road, Leesville, Louisiana, where God is first and people are always. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. You can't take new, you can't take the new and old, you... You can't take future and past. You, you can't take fresh and stale. You can't take history and destiny. You can't take anointing with the things of this world that bring corruption. You've got to choose whom you're going to serve. <laughs> You've got Joshua says he, he gave a charge to the children of Israel. It takes a bold pastor to confront his congregation. We've got to get some backbone, pastors. We've got to get some boldness to confront our people because some of them are sleeping with the devil. And some of them are being entertained by a demon, amen, of deception and delusion. And there's this, you need somebody to speak into your life and tell you who it's going to be. It's going to either be God or it's going to be the devil. It's going to either be, come on somebody, your destiny or your history. You need somebody who can be bold and get in your face and say, you know what, you're better than that. You're greater than that. God has better in store for you. But if you keep entertaining complacency, you keep entertaining people and their foolishness. God is going to hold me accountable. How many of you know we're going to all stand before God one day? And when we stand before God, amen, uh, he's not going to ask you, well, how was your husband? How was your wife? How was your neighbor? How was your friend? You are going to have to give an account for yourself. Did you do what God called you to do? Come on, somebody. You know what? I'm not going to stand for you on Judgment Day. God's just going to ask me, did you say what I wanted you to say? Well, them deacons, Lord. The, the mushers, I'm telling you. 
Lord, them people, they, they just keep looking at me crazy and like I don't have no sense and, you know, not doing what they supposed No, oh, no. All you got to be concerned about is were you faithful? Lord, I was faithful. Didn't get much results over here, but that's all right. I was faithful because your greatest reward is not what you're going to get from a man. Your greatest reward is what you're going to get from God. Some of you, while you're trying to please the neighbor sitting next to you, amen, you're going to see here's, here's, here's how you here's, here's the, the sure key to failing in 2002. I want you to write this down. Here's the number one key. Huh? This is how you're going to fail. I'm using psychology on you right now. Here's how you're going to fail. You ready? Start pleasing everybody. Start pleasing everybody. Are you happy? Are you, are you happy? You happy? You happy with me? You happy? You ha okay, you happy. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're not happy? Oh, what, what I need to do is get you. Got to massage you a little bit. Got to pump you up a little bit. Okay, I can't go. God can't go forward until he's happy with me. Oh, God, I can't go forward until he's smiling, until they're smiling. Oh, God, you see, here's the sure key. I'm telling you, write this down. Write it down. The sure key to failing in 2012. Just start trying to please everybody. You know what? I graduated from that. Because I realized after you get through pleasing one person, somebody else will get upset with you and mad with you. And then after you try to get things right with them, then somebody else will have something. You might as well just please Jesus. You might as well just say, you know what, 2012, I'm going to please God. God, whatever you want me to do, I'm going to do it. God, whatever you tell me, Lord, I'm going to say, God, whatever you have in store for me, I believe I receive it. Touch your neighbor and say, this is my year for transformation. Oh, no, this is my year for transformation. Some changes have got to be made. Some changes have got to be made. Take your pen out. Get you a notepad. Start writing it down. Here are some things that need to get your iPad, your iPhone, your, 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 your Blackberry, whatever you call it, your Droid or whatever you need. Get it down. This is what I'm going to change and start taking action toward change. This is your year for change. Oh, Lord. Y'all all right? God wants to give you a fresh start. God wants to give you a new beginning. Let this message be your reference point. Now, let me show you how to receive. Let me show you how to receive. See, a lot of you don't know how to receive because you come into a word church and no, no Bible. Nothing to write with. <laughs> Nodding your, your head. And you, you don't know how to receive. You, you, you never come to class without your material. Because <laughs> first of all, you need, to, you need to understand whoever's preaching, you need to make sure it's in the Word. <laughs> I was in one service. This was a long time ago. It was a visiting church. Preacher was up hooping. Hollering, moaning, and groaning. How many of y'all come from that? <laughs> Having an asthma attack. <gasps> I thought the brother was going to die. I said, breathe, breathe. <laughs> and <gasps> But there are people, they like that. They like that. They come to church to be entertained. 
They go home. What did the preacher talk about? He talked about, oh! I couldn't understand what he was saying, but oh, it's sure sounding good. It's your year for change. Well, when you come into a place where you're getting instruction, you've got to have the word. The preacher has to have something to back up what he says with, because if he doesn't, you throw it away with all the other garbage he says. Then you have to have something to write with. Because it's nothing like you seeing what you got out of that message. See, if I write something for you, you may read it, and it may be profound, but it may not have the right impact for you. It's something about you seeing your handwriting. And when you're taking notes, you're not trying to write every single thing the preacher is saying. Okay, he said, and, did he say and or of? <laughs> did he say in or out? No, 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 no. You're going to write down that thing that hit your spirit. Because I'm telling you, you got to use this as a reference point. Because six months later, you're going to go back to that notebook. And God is going to remind you of what was spoken when you were in that service. But if you don't have the right, the material written down, you're going to miss the opportunity that God wanted to bring in your life six months later. The next thing, you need something to be evidence that you were in a place. You get the CD. I'm see. Let me tell you what I'm trying. Let me, I'm trying to help you. I'm, I, I'm not trying to hype you up. I'm trying to help you up. Because a lot of times we're pulling from the pastor, and we're trying to meet with the pastor. We're trying to get appointment with the pastor. And we get mad because we don't get the appointment. I told my church I have two appointments. Every week, every Sunday at 9, every Tuesday at 7. It's not that there won't be times that I won't meet with individuals. But let me tell you, that will wear a pastor out. Because if what I didn't say during the message didn't change you, what makes you think that when we have a personal audience... I don't know what your philosophy is about pastoring, amen, but I know what mine is. I got to preserve my anointing. Here's what Joshua told the nation of Israel. Choose ye this day whom you're going to serve. Well, I want an appointment with you, Joshua. No, oh, no, it's no appointment. You got an appointment with destiny. Your next destiny is in your next decision. You need a reference point that you were in the place where God spoke to you. When I'm in a message or in a service, you know, I'm not listening for hype. I'm not listening for the, the holler. Hey, Amen. You got to have a scholar before you holler. You got to have, have some teeth. You got to have some debt. That's what I was taught. Amen. You, you, you've got to have some, some debt because God, God, is, God is speaking now in a profound, in a, in a, in a new way. He's, he's speaking. He's speaking. He's speaking, but the question is, are you listening? And if you didn't get it the first time, you get the CD because I promise you there's something you missed. 
How many of you understand what I'm saying? See, because it's transformation. We can't keep going from year to year still with the same old mundane way of doing things. We've got to become equipped. We've got to become transformed. Look at what he did with Moses. When you read Exodus chapter 3, I want you to write this as a footnote. God had an experience with Moses. It was called the burning bush experience. <laughs> but let me tell you, there are many people today more entertained by the bush than they are the God of the bush. Oh, God is right there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I heard from the Lord. I saw the Lord. I saw Jesus. Oh, he's, Jesus was in my room. Oh, bless his holy, wonderful name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We're so entertained by just the, the presence or by the, the, a glimpse of his glory when God wants us to be encountered by that glory. He wants our lives to be affected by that glory. So Moses, he had what we call the burning bush experience. Now watch this. God was getting Moses ready to become a national leader. He was getting Moses ready to speak into a nation. And it took 40 years of God encounters to get him ready. Now, let me just say this. Let me just say this. And you may have your own beliefs about it. But you determine your release. As long as Moses kept giving excuses, he had to keep going through that process because you cannot carry your excuses into your future. It took God encounter after God encounter. It took God encounter after God encounter. Why? Why? Because God cannot use a person who has not been transformed. Who are you going to talk to? Who are you going who to who tell about Jesus and the Jesus? See, we, we do more talking about Jesus than we do talking to Jesus. You cannot become the vessel that God wants you to be if you have not been transformed by the God that molds the 